that's what we should have called this. Bring it back, Miss Murphy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> bring the mics into the bathroom just do the whole thing in the bathroom <laughs> it would have good acoustics is all I'm saying in a world in a world in a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign and yesterday's classics are forgotten three women intend to remember hey everyone Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where your average Janes watch older movies and answer the question we put to ourselves. Are they still relevant and should we still be watching them today? I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. I'm Serena. And today we watch Cheaper by the Dozen. 1950. Directed by Walter Lang. Written by Lamar Trotty. Is that how you pronounce it? That's a heck of a name. Lamar Trotty. Based on a novel by Frank Gilbreth Jr. and Ernestine Gilbreth Carey. Yeah. Set in 1921. Don't forget the important parts. Set in 1921. That is true. And it starts in Providence, Providence, Rhode Island. But then they moved to Montclair, whatever. Fine, whatever. Anyway, um, quick synopsis, Tracy, go. Oh, goodness. Um, She forgot again. Okay, so enter on family, mother, father, very educated. He's a time engineer. He's He's an efficiency expert. Efficiency expert. And they have 11 children. And then like midway through, we've got, you know, his saying, even with 11 kids is, how do you afford them all? It's always cheaper by the dozen. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, then they have the 12th, and then they have the full 12, and it's just really, uh, I, there is no plot. It's no. a family with 12 children. It's it's vignettes almost, so yeah. just like, like moments sure. in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mom's in great shape. Great shape. I'm just going to throw babies. that. I'm just going to throw that out there. I know it's a movie, but she's in great shape. She's running around after 12 children. Yeah, she would be in great shape. Uh, how did everyone like it? We were laughing through the entire thing. We were. I did not fall asleep. You did not. You were, not only did you not fall asleep, but you, like, you were engaged. Oh, I was engaged. Time. Yeah. I was interested. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like cuddling with you right here. <laughs> um, I loved it. I was just like, I, I don't know why. I was like totally amused the entire movie. And there were a couple turns. It took like turns throughout the movie and it kept me yeah. interested not yes. to say but i was like i can't stop watching this yeah. and it's totally nothing like the other movie that yeah. came out in the more recent years cheaper by the dungeon oh yeah like, the nothing remake. at all nothing at all like i'm like wait i'm waiting for I'm like nope never mind yep wrong movie right because they they made like a central story throughout that the remake yep. and different ending and you know obviously they modernized it and all that jazz i I kept watching. It was fun. It was engaging, but I kept waiting for a plot line, and there was none. Yeah, it was kind of just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it, it was almost like a memoir. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah, the was oldest daughter, like, right? There isn't always a moral of the story with somebody's life, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. okay, but. At the same time, I feel like, and I feel like they push this in the in the remake. I feel like the father's career was the thread of a plot line because that's why they moved to Montclair, and then he want he was going for that True. speech 
thing in Prague, and then he didn't get it, but then he did get it, but then... Spoiler alert. I know. I was going to say, spoiler alert! Spoilers! (laughs) Um, Dad died. So I feel like there was a thread of story there, as same with Anne and her her love story. And they were using his kids as guinea pigs, Mm -hmm. almost, for the efficiency. Mm -hmm. Look how well Mm -hmm. I can do, you know, 12 kids efficiently. That's 24 tonsils. <laughs> Plus his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, this no, was, the baby wasn't born uh, yet. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. 24 tonsils. I was going to say Martha didn't get, but she did get. 24 <laughs> tonsils. <laughs> okay. Let's jump into the questions, shall we? Uh, top of the marquee. What is everyone's favorite part, moment, character, scene, set, whatever? Serena is raising her hand. Go first, Serena. I loved, I know this is silly, but I loved the dance scene, the dad, daughter, mm-hmm. and they do the cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. At first, it, when they, they called it something, what was it, like the Jofi or something? Oh. He called it like a specific. Oh, was it a specific yeah, dance? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> we can just call it a dance. No, no. There was a name. I, I, it's going to bug me. Uh, anyways, I don't know. I, at first, when the, you know, the girl and the guy, the, whatever, were doing it. Joe College. Joe College. I was like, oh, that's kind of cheesy with the, che- the cheek thing. But then the dad and the daughter oh, did it. And I was, Joe Black or whatever Yeah. And then the dad and the daughter did it, and their cheeks were touching. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. And the dad was, like, so jovial. Mm. And, like. He was goofy. He was goofy. Everyone loved him. Like, yeah. it totally was. I thought it was going to be this, like, big, like, shit scene because dad's escorting his daughter to a yeah. dance. Like, what the heck? But. Everyone loved him. The mm-hmm. all the girls had dad crushes really yeah, bad. I, didn't really I wasn't I wasn't 100% <laughs> sure what was going on there. I thought they were distracting him too from so that the daughter could dance, yeah. but anyways, once he and the daughter started dancing and they really like went balls to the wall. I was like this is like I, might be my favorite scene. Yeah. And I think I still kind of stand with that. I had a similar scene that I really enjoyed that it kind of was the moment where I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to enjoy this movie, is when the father demonstrates the bath. <laughs> okay, <that laughs> oh, yeah, that's scene. right. But that was another favorite. That was, I feel like that was the first, like, laugh out loud moment. It's when he dunks. Oh, it's when he dunks. Absolutely. At the very end. It's like he the, slides down the chair. Yep. yep. Yeah. I don't know if that was my favorite moment, but it, it definitely was up there with the dance as well. I added um, it to my not, favorites. It, it, it was maybe my favorite, it was my favorite scene, but it wasn't my favorite aspect of the movie. That's okay. how I'll put it. So what is your favorite aspect? Um, I think it's in general, it's the parenting. Uh, the oh, mother yeah. and the father were very devoted to their children, but they weren't pushovers. They, they loved their, the father, as much as the mother, they loved their children. They were attentive and they cared for them but not in a structuralist way. It just, it was, it was a nice, a nice way of showing that. I agree with you. Cause I have a couple of things that were my, my favorites. Cause I couldn't really decide. Um, my favorite character was the mother mm. because she would, she was the voice of reason, but she was also, you could tell she was smart. Mm-hmm. She could outsmart the kids and out with them. And I, mm-hmm. she was the psychologist. So with like reverse psychology mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, but also with the husband, she could control the, uh, you not control, but she had a handle on the situation. Never was she out of like, 
where yeah. he would get flustered and, yeah. and whatever. She was in control. She's yeah. like, have a bite of food, honey, for me, yeah. please. Because yeah. she could, she knew he was hangry. And yeah. I did like the way they <laughs> raised them, like you were saying about, I liked how he really did care about the education. Even the girls, mm. he wanted them educated and to a point where the father held the baby. Yeah. You yeah. rarely, I think, in older movies, the mother takes care of the baby. Mm-hmm. The father never, and he did, he took it right from the, the mother's arms. That's you and I and getting acquainted. Remember he said? <laughs> yeah. And, and was rocking it and like... He, it was a team effort. It they was, went, even even Lily said in that scene, "I don't think hospitals like fathers." Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I liked that. So that that in general, I liked. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. However, I think my favorite moment was the visiting Mrs. Murphy. Yes, yes, they got to go see Mrs. Murphy. So on this road trip they're taking from Providence to New Jersey. He stops and was like, okay, does anybody want to go see Mrs. Murphy? This is the last time. And I assumed, like, we're leaving town. Here's the last chance that you could visit this neighbor. I thought that I they were, like, next to a farm. Yeah. And they were like, oh, that was that was the Murphy farm. I was waiting for fresh baked yeah. Yeah, cookies. Like, okay. Right, and right. And then, like, you know, down the road, a little boy goes, I got to go see Mrs. Murphy. And he's like, I told you, son. that." You, and I'm like... What is going on right <laughs> now? Who is Mrs. Murphy? And we found out that it's a euphemism for going to the bathroom. Yeah. Like I want to know how they how it became to be. I know. Well, I Came I found me. that that I mean that it's a known euphemism and another website said that that's what it meant and it's from this movie. So I don't know what came first, the chicken or yeah. Mrs. Murphy. I, the chicken I, I, and the I feel Murphy. like it's something, and this is me speculating, but I feel like it's something from the book that like the fam, the original family that this is based on said that. Yeah. And then it just it made its way into the movie and then it made its way into the cultural lexicon and that was it. But I'm so using that from now on. Well, I think it just like adds to the parenting win, which yeah. I completely agree with the parenting 100%. I'm like, wow, this is literally what I do 50 hours a week with mm-hmm. these short of whistling for them all to come down in a line you're gonna start doing that now yeah, yeah you I want might. them to be sound of music <laughs> yeah that was um but i think it's just like instead of oh i have to go to the bathroom or i have to go pee or I've, you know mm. i you know whatever I, even going potty or whatever the little kids say i like that mm-hmm. i'm gonna start using mm-hmm. i'm gonna implement that that's we're good. bringing back miss murphy we're bringing we're her back bringing from rhode back island miss murphy <laughs> um so yeah good i think Good. Next question. Are we ready for the next question? Sure, yeah. Uh, ladies, please remove your hats. Aspects that didn't age well. Um, the clear difference between boys and girls. That's yep. fair. You know, yeah. the breakup of chores and what's expected of them, what they're doing. Martha what he... Martha was too little. Or was it Martha? It's too little to to paint the fence. Yep. But, but one of the boys could do it who I'm pretty sure was younger than ever. Yeah. He checked the fingers of the, he checked the, the dirtiness of the boy's hands, but he checked the nails of the girl's hands. It was like, there's yeah. like little differences like that. And the diet thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. That was weird. Uh, and then another kid something said something to her like, like you wouldn't be able to do it fatty. And it was the girl that the dad said, are you still on that diet? First off, she's not fat. She looked the same size as She literally girls. wasn't even close to fat. <laughs> yeah. Although she was the only one other than Frank Jr. of like the little kids that had 
any type of character or personality. Mm. She had more lines than the rest of them. She, she was the one teasing them, right? Yep. yep, yep, yep. Oh, and she went on and on about donuts and apple mm. pie. Yeah. And then she had to get her tonsils out. What so. were they not supposed to eat before before you're, the surgery? Right, you're still not supposed to eat, eat before surgery. But they still performed the surgery on her. Yeah, because yeah. the doctor didn't want to come back. He was like, Fuck but they shit. also threw the whole thing together in like a wrong. downstairs dining room. Yeah. Hey, yeah. wheel them in. Yeah. Oh my god, that was. But so then annoying. he forgot the film. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, um, aspect that didn't age well. The. the the subject of the story was wrong. The subject should have been oh, Lily. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we got Lily we got this really mom. quick. Yeah, we got this quick epilogue about how she went on to great things, which is true. This this the woman who this character is based on really was this fantastic, you know, psychologist yeah. and engineer and all, maybe you know, PhD. That's, mm-hmm. Maybe that's why there didn't feel like there it, it didn't feel like there was like a real theme or a plot because the plot was tucked away at a back paragraph at the end of the book when mm-hmm. but yeah. nowadays they make movies like highlighting it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. Well right. Did you yeah. have anything for ladies please remove your hats? The yeah, the men versus the women and the diet comet. Yeah, the diet comet man. That, that really, was weird. Yeah, and back was... to like we well, can they... tell a thirteen year old girl probably twelve or thirteen years oh you still on that diet? Yeah. It was like, Strange. that's why kids develop eating disorders yeah. at 16 yeah. oh, and are Oh, yeah. Martha was going to have an eating disorder for the rest of her life right there. Actually, no, because she kind of ignored them because she had all the donuts for breakfast. Yeah, I know. She's that's like, nice. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe she had uh, binge eating problems. <laughs> the They noted that they first had four daughters, so mm-hmm. the four oldest were girls, and the fifth in line was Frank Jr., mm-hmm. and... In anything that had to be, like, done by a man or, or at the end when the father did die, he was the man of the house. He was the one at the end that comforted the mother and she's like, oh, I'm so glad we have you. Mm-hmm. Even though the all of the girls, not just the four oldest, were like, we'll take care of the babies, we'll clean the mm-hmm. house, we'll do all this, mm-hmm. but... And God, she was going to be the breadwinner, too. Right, but yeah. thank God, you know, we have Frank Jr. to be yeah. the man of the house. Yeah, yep, that was... Yeah, hard to relate to. Mm-hmm. How old were the oldest two girls? Eighteen. I, I'm thinking like eighteen and seventeen. I feel like first. I feel like they were very, very close in age, and she was about to go. Didn't they say she was about to go to college? Yeah. So by yeah. the end, they were eighteen. I, I, that's by what the I was. End, I was gonna say. I think at one point she said she was sixteen and she was a sophomore, but yeah. that was at the. Oh beginning. yeah, that was right. the first. And I think that it. She was actually annoying me at the beginning. Who was the character? The actress, Jean Crane. I she. She was playing younger at the beginning, and it was it was arcing me. It was arcing me a little bit, but she wasn't she wasn't too prominent in the story at that point, so it was okay. And then they aged her a little bit. I am sixteen, going on seventeen, baby. It's time to go well, to college. That leads right into the next question, <laughs> I was like, which is wait a minute. <laughs> um, aspects that remind wait you. Wait a minute. <laughs> wow. Tracy's here. Aspects that remind you of modern movies or more recent Moderner. movies. Moderner movies. 15 years <laughs> younger. 15 years younger is the obvious choice, Serena. Sound of music. Sound of music. Uh, the whistling, all the kids running down the stairs, all 
Lining 11 up. of them lining the sailor up. type costumes. A couple of them were. Yeah, those. and they were all just like, you know, military like lined up. So do we think that that might have just been. A thing? A thing because all the Sound of Music, Yours, Mine, Ours, Cheaper by the Dozen, they're all based on true stories. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> they're all just stories about big families. I was sure like this movie took that from Sound of Music, but then you said Sound of Music was 1965. Yeah. So, um, well, when you have big families, you have to kind of run shit. Right. Or else you end up with the Cheaper by the Dozen remake. <laughs> yeah. Where the kids run you. Yeah. It's, it's such a passe thing to have big families. Yeah. I would do it. I would do it if I didn't, if I had someone who had the money. That's just it. Nobody can afford to have big families anymore. Yeah. It's not an option anymore. Yeah. I mean, he could That's, afford it on, on, it was a one income, a one, a single income household and they supported 14 people and a dog. Yeah. And. and two servants. Yeah. Two staff. Say, yeah. That's insane. Uh, oddly enough, a movie that does not fall under the wait a minute category is Cheaper by the Dozen remake. Because nothing reminds me, oh, like yeah. you said. Other than yeah. those 12 kids. Yeah. Nothing reminds me of this. So you've seen the one, the Yours, Mine, and Ours yes. with you, Lucille Ball. Yes. So how does this compare to that? Every time I hear Lucille, I just I... think Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Every single Very time. different Lucille. I think there was, it was, uh, it was 1968, and I think it was modern day. It was two different families coming, coming together. together. There were maybe 18 kids. Dang. I liked it better. I know it better. I know the actors in it. I mm-hmm. believe it was Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. Relative to Jane I Fonda. I want to say that there was <laughs> more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like just going with it, but wow. Um, I think there was more of a plot, but maybe not because it's been a while and maybe it's just because I grew up with it. Mm. There was, there was more, because it was more modern day, it was in the, it was in the sixties. There was, and there was that organization and need for organization and they kind of made that part of the, like the kids learning how to be organized and like Mm. the bathroom schedule and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children thrive on structure and routine. They do. Yeah. All right, now and then, aspects that are still relevant today. I have a big fat question mark. <laughs> what you you got nothing for there? Nothing. Um, I have a couple things. Okay. Um, I it's it's going back to my favorite aspect, but it's it's a good rep. It's not a good rep. It's a representation of a loving family. I feel like we don't get a lot of those. Yeah. I feel like I feel like there should be some more of those okay. where it's families working as a unit or not families, a dysfunctional family right, and right. how that's funny and hilarious. Right. It is, okay. Right. Uh, and then the other aspect that I wrote down was the old, the oldest sibling breaking in the parents. We yeah. made that comment. Uh, yes. And we and I stand by it. Older siblings have to break in the parents, and they have to they have to push the boundaries so that the younger kids can get away with shit. Yeah. And Anne then says all of a sudden, Anne the hair the haircut on yeah, the she's like, kid. I hope you're thankful for all the it. things that I've done for you. Yep. For breaking them yep. in. I have an older sister who had to. Oh, she had to break in my parents. My parents did not care less what I did by the time I came along. Nope. I'm the oldest. I definitely. Oh, whatever. Feed yourself. And but I'm the young. 
I'm not the oldest cousin. Yeah. So the oldest cousin definitely did breaking in, and then I, yeah, I did for my parents yeah. too. Yeah. Oof. Yep, I stand by that. Uh, anything for now and then, Serena? Um. Well, we kind of touched on it, but I basically have. Um. I guess you would say it didn't. It did and it didn't. So. I basically was thinking like the women success, the mm-hmm. woman, the mother success that did technically age well because it's still today, but back then it wasn't normal mm. to have them. I'm taking over dad's company and you know, I'm going yeah. abroad and you guys are going to have to just figure shit out. Yeah. Um, so I guess in a way it did age well. But back then, it was like ahead of its time. You know what I mean? Right. She got away with that because she had no option. If a woman chose that route, it would have been less socially acceptable. But because she was, she was had to take care of her kids. Yeah. It. I want to. She's. She was a psychologist of her own. You right. Know, on her own right. He says that early in the movie. He's yeah. Like, You're the psychologist. It's up to you. Also. He involved her in his business. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she didn't know how to take over. She could pick, she literally picked up and went to the conference that he was supposed to go do and mm-hmm. was able to give a speech and knew exactly what he was doing. Where I feel like, like you were saying, it was that loving family. They talked to each other. Everything was, mm-hmm. they had m- meetings. It was a, mm-hmm. a, you know. Yeah. She knew, yeah, instead of a, I'm the man. I know what's better. I'm in charge. You don't need to know this little lady. It was. It was. And I mean. Family unit. It was. Yeah. And well-oiled machine. He was. I mean, he had, he supposedly had structure, but, uh, but it turns out it was family structure that the family allowed him to have. You know, he didn't, he, the kids had him under his thumb. Like he had no actual control. They got that dog. They got that dog. For because five they, dollars. Because they used his system against him. Oh yeah. 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 That, was that was good. That was good. At first I was like, wait, is this real life? And then I was like, oh, this is kind of cool how they're yeah. doing this. And then I was like, the kids rebel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple notes mm-hmm. that I want to make. Uh, really, the only quote I really liked oh, yeah. was when oh, yeah, the one. dad was doing something and the girls were like, Dad, you're embarrassing us. So he says, a person with inner dignity is never embarrassed. It was a good line. It was it a, a good, good line. line. And, and even the girls were like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was good. I think... It just adds to the their parenting win here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you're you're building your kids up. They like for them to figure it out for themselves mm-hmm. that they can have everything, confidence and yeah, not you know everything in the movie was a teaching moment. The parents took everything as teaching moments. So like yeah. even at the beginning when the car broke down, when they first left, he played the honk joke on his son and I thought then was... his son turned it around and played it on him yeah and he was gonna scold the son i was but... ready for him to whip his butt yeah, i was like oh was we're about to be abuse but on you this you know what it was i mean he taught that kid how to do that that yeah. was you know so he's like oh i bet i scared joke. you that that time son or something like that and i'm like i do that at work mother did it which was like the <laughs> icing on the cake yep. that was really good yeah that was actually that was probably one of my favorite scenes it one was. of the top three yeah it was, was good. good it was good Another part I liked, it was a little quote where Anne, she's the oldest, 
First off, her nickname is Andy, which I love. Loved that nickname. Do not like the nickname Earn for Ernestine. I do like the name Ernestine. Yeah, I do like the name Ernestine. Ernest? She was the second in er- Ernie. command. The second child. She was the second in command. Um, they were at the beach, and one of the little kids ran up to Andy and was, can you do my buttons? And she goes, can I do your buttons? Can I do your... I'm always doing somebody's buttons. And she like helped him button his pants or whatever. And something, she's mad. And the little kid looks at her and goes, you're pretty when you're mad. I don't know what it was about that, but I thought it was... It was very sweet, and it was a very brother, little brother, older sister moment. Yeah, it was. It was like, and she kind of looked at him, and I don't know. I was like, that's... Because you never, to flip it, you always hear, you're pretty when you smile. That's mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. cliche, the, you know, you should smile more. Ugh. And here's this brother telling his sister, actually, you're pretty when you're mad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. Yeah. That yeah. was a good that one. one and it was out. a little kid. It, it was, was maybe... one of the little ones. Yeah. yeah. That one stood out too. I was trying to, I don't know. It was kind of a little bit, not like chaotic scene, but just like a lot was going on. And the lifeguard, she was, whatever, the lifeguard was there or whatever he was, the boy. And then, yeah, I'm like, I was wait, I was waiting for the, the boy said that, and then I was waiting for the lifeguard to turn around and be like, yeah. Yeah, actually, I was too. Like, mm-hmm. he's right. You should listen to your brother or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So there were uh, several scenes where one of us, if not all of us, were like, okay, I don't know what just happened in that. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like it could, it possibly was because there were so many different threads we were following at any moment in any scene, like it's not like one scene was solely about Anne's love interests, and another scene was solely about Prague. Like all the all the different storylines were kind of converging on top of each other, and making it a little difficult to weed out what we're supposed to be paying attention to. Yep, it wasn't formatted or structured like a movie. Right, it was structured yeah. like life or a memoir oh i was gonna say memoir yeah because the girl the 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 eldest daughter was narrating it from the beginning yes yeah and so talking well let me tell you this story about my father and i mean you guys don't want to see what my 16 fold journals would look like if they were (laughs) memoirs it would be very all over the place true but because we are so acclimated to having a story structure, we know that every scene has a purpose in a movie. So whenever we, we finish a scene, our brains are like, okay, what was the main purpose of that scene? And because it was multiple purposes or the purpose may have been buried or whatever, it was just... I don't think there was purpose in all the <laughs> scenes. I think it... This was our vacation in Nantucket. Yeah. Right. Um, another note. I always bring it back to I like to guess what's going to happen next mm-hmm. and because it didn't have that structure that I'm used to mm-hmm. there were surprises yes like yeah. what is going on in this scene what is going on like especially the the, the death the yeah God, that came out of nowhere nowhere and like life that man probably was on his way to a business yeah. trip Although we should have picked up on it because well, I don't know how they many foreshadowed times it. Lily said, "Are you sure you want to go into mm-hmm. the ocean? That's a shock, and you have a bad heart." And he's like, "No." Mm-hmm. Another time when they're dancing, the, the dancing, and then when he was going into surgery, she's like, "Don't you want the regular anesthetic?" The doctor says because of your health and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, 
Fair yeah, enough, now fair that enough. you're saying that, yeah, I thought you were talking about like the only, obviously, the foreshadow of you know her picking up the phone and there's nobody on the other line. I kind of had that feeling. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't hear a click. I think he just like collapsed. Yeah, I just got that vibe, and then you could see her like obviously they zoom in on her face, and she's concerned. And as you put it, suddenly it's a Hitchcock yeah, movie. Yeah, it was very much a Hitchcock movie for that brief 30 yeah. seconds. And the little boy bawling his eyes out, that's kind of, that was the moment I was like, oh my God. That's, that was, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, who, who do, would we recommend this? Martini, Martini shot. shot. <laughs> One, One, two, two three. three. It's like something out of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. You guys see yes. that when they're making like legit yes. sound effects? I'm like, oh my god, they're rolling marbles on the drums. What's yep. happening? This is awesome. Would we recommend this movie? I put yes. I say yes. I say yes. I say no. I actually say no too. Ooh, burn! Um, because I know the because I'm so angry because I know the story is with Lily. Yeah. Have you seen this before? I have seen this before. I was young. I want to say I was in middle school because I read the... I saw... It was when the remake came out. Okay. I wanted to read the book and then I found out there was an older movie. So I read the book and watched the older movie. Wow, past Betsy. I know. I, this <laughs> started, this started young. This this whole watching old movie started young. Um, she stayed true to her core. So I vaguely remember the book. I remember the movie even less. I remember like nothing from this movie. Is the book worth a read? Can we recommend the book? Yeah, the (laughs) book is a good read. Again, it's memoirs. It's vignettes. It doesn't have a central thread. It's just stories about the family. Yeah. It was bad. It was good. I mean, yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I don't think I would recommend this movie. I would recommend it over the remake. But I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't. I almost wouldn't. I mean. That's fair. Well, I liked it. Maybe because it was so random. Yeah. But it kept me interested. It was fun. There was some parts where we were were literally laughing out loud. Yeah. I think I would have a hard time selling it to someone to watch. Yeah. Our dear listeners, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Matt would be asleep in five minutes, so. He'd agree to watch it, but he'd be It was an enjoyable watch. Absolutely. I liked it. I think it's like a light watch yeah. until the dad passes away. Until dad passes away. And then I was like, I just got really sad. Well, and and they end was, on that. I was going to say, you know, it's funny. Um, it, it completely changed the tone of the movie and of us to the point where Tracy was like, all right, how much time do we have left on this? Like, <laughs> like we were done. We were done with the movie well, at that point. No, I wanted, I wanted to know, like, where are we going to go from yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's fair. Anyway, so one yes and two no's. An unusual, an unusual split, but there it is. One out of three millennials recommend this movie. <laughs> well, to be fair, I work with children, and yeah. this is like my my thing. This is your dream, the, the perfect children. I was gonna say, uh, eleven and and a half children lined up and doing chores and being respectful. <laughs> That is a fantasy. That maybe maybe that's why I liked the movie so much, and maybe that's why I'm... <laughs> because the kids were well-behaved. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's fair. put them to work. Yep, you you clean the house, you cook, you do this. Yep. You're pretty when you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's... 
about it. Any other comments? Anything anyone else can think of? No? Um, wait. Oh, last comment. Closing comment. Mm-hmm. Very unimportant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lifeguard's totally Zac Efron. Lifeguard yeah. is totally <laughs> Zac Efron. What did you call him? The 1920s Zac, Zac Efron? I wrote yep. uh, Zac Efron of the 20s. Yep. I he totally did. That. Oh my god, oh, he yeah. was totally. I mean, chiseled face. I didn't notice it until the dance, and there was like a close up of his profile, and I was like, oh my god, he does look like Zac Efron. Uh, going back to the dance, nailed it. What was the point of what was the guy's name? The, the father called him Joe College. I don't know what his real name was. The cheerleader. Yeah, the I cheerleader. Think, I think was... she just wanted to go with somebody who with would take somebody. her, oh, okay. and so just to get just to just get her get there to the dance. Okay. Yeah, we've all done it. And some like classic bullying of the poor kid. Oh God, yeah. And then well, she went with the popular was, kid. Oh, there was a line I didn't take it, but he was like, "It's always the father was like, it's always about being popular and not being about clever and smart." Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah another yeah. another favorite line I should have written down. Yeah. He had he had good wisdom. Yeah. Seriously. Most of the time. There Except for that diet. There were very sexist comments sometimes, but, you know. Yeah. And the diet A little comments. bit of bullying. Not too bad. Yeah, a little. I, at oh, first, I, I wasn't... Like sh- bullying. I wasn't 100%... Good for them. Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure what... Yeah. Hair in your chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first, I I wasn't 100% sure how I felt about the dad. Yeah. And then he kind of grew on us, and then he was dead. And then he was, <laughs> then dead. He was dead. They took him from us. Yep. Yep, they did. I'm like, great. Just as I was really, he was really, I was really getting soft for the dad mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the dance. Yeah, and, and apparently so did all the other girls. Yeah, yeah what the hell was that? Yeah. That was the most awkward shit I've ever heard, w- witnessed. It was like. I think it was like a, a, a novelty thing. Like the, oh. the, the girls were like, you know, it was just something different to pay attention to. Because I, I they do were like high school age. purpose was to distract and then. Uh, all right. Good, good, good. All right. I think that just about does it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We'll be posting what our next movie will be on Twitter tomorrow. So head on over there and hit the follow button. Uh, we also are on Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house. Dun, dun, dun. Boop, 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 boop. Outro music. <laughs>